You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, guys. Before we get started, we just want to send some love to Las Vegas to all the victims and the families. I know this has been a hard week for everybody around the country, but we're thinking of you. Our hearts and thoughts and prayers are with you, and uh, we love you guys. Maybe I'm crazy, but there are a few NFL teams out there who are not trying to win. You sneak this in Jay Cutler's Dolphins right now? Jay Cutler's Dolphins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Make hey, some sounds. Hey, hi. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, it's not, that's on me. I told you to make sounds, and that's <laughs> yes, what you exactly. did. All right, I didn't say say words I this time. I follow instructions very well. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a lot to get to today. The loser power rankings. Wildcat is back in a big way, mm. unless you're the Dolphins, in which case you should never, ever do that again. LeVar Ball is homeschooling his son now. Mm. Talk about that. The NBA is back, so there's a really fun petty report. Lots of stuff for in and out. But as I mentioned, there are some teams out there, they're conning us. They're pretending like they're trying to win, but they're really not. What I'm talking about is these coaches who don't start their rookie quarterbacks that they draft high. So this is where I came to this conclusion. Because I really like the Rams this year. I feel Mm -hmm. like they're like the Cowboys of last year. Like fun, hot, young team. For sure. I I might be falling victim to the, the Hollywood you know, I am in Los Angeles. We yes. are here in Los Angeles. There's a synergy here. Um, there is, a, yeah, there's a connection between mm-hmm. the Rams and Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'm being influenced by that. Although I don't go to games or anything, so it, it it really doesn't make any sense. But I do like the Rams this year. I I like Jared Goff. I like Sean McVay. I'm here for the young dude. Mm-hmm. He's 31 now, but he was hired when he's 30. I'm 30, so I'm rooting for the young guy, for the millennial. And they're doing well. They're three and one. I feel like they're a team on the rise. Now, in fairness, they were three and one last they started three and one last year. Really? But that was under Jeff Fisher. Right. Which is just bleh. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump to any conclusions, mm-hmm. but I do like them. I feel like they're on the rise. Got Aaron Donald. I really like that Cooper Cup kid. Keep it up, Cooper. It's a great football name, Cooper. There's a lot of good football names on that team. Yes. Um and I, I like Jared Goff, and I wish that they had started Jared Goff last year, and I didn't understand why, other than the fact that it's Jeff Fisher and that he's just not into young quarterbacks or whatever the hell he was doing. But you're seeing this around the league, and while the Rams are a good example of what happens when you get somebody in there who's going to back up the young quarterback, they have more points than any team in the NFL. They've got great wins. The, wins, the win over the Cowboys was really the one that sold me because the 49ers like, eh, Colts, man. And they lost to the Redskins, who are a good team. Right. So I, I do feel like they're on the rise, but I think that's also because they built a system around Jared Goff and they're supporting him. And that, that whole notion of drafting a quarterback really high when you don't have a good quarterback and then not starting him has always driven me completely crazy. And you're seeing it so much in the league right now. Jared Goff is a good example of that. Yep. And Deshaun Watson is a good example of that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if you're going to go – Trubisky. Trubisky has t- taken over the starting job at the, for the Bears. Congratulations, finally. From Mike Lennon. So let me just take these let, – let's, let's take them in order, mm-hmm. all right? Jared Goff, obviously, we're not going to go insane. Like I said, they started 3-1 last year, and Jared Goff did not do well last year. But he also didn't start. And to me, the only way you get better at doing something is actually doing it. Our business is a good example of that. Anytime someone who's, like, young, who's in college or in high school is like, hey – how do I get in the media business? Mm-hmm. I tell them all the same thing. Go get an internship. It's the only way you're going to learn. Yeah. You can't read a book and learn how to use a camera. You have to actually be taught and use your hands and figure it out. You have to learn how to edit. You have to learn the entire business. And the only way you're going to do that is actually being in that business setting. Lawyers, doctors, everybody who does any type of trade, you have to learn on the job. You don't learn how to play football by not playing football. I know I'm not like a genius or anything, but I feel like that's how, how you learn how to play football. Like, yes. I don't know how to play football. <clears throat> I watch a lot of football. That doesn't mean I know how to play football. Right. So I don't understand why if you're an organization, you're going to use that high pick on a quarterback and then not have him play football. 
Yeah, but sometimes, and let's let's take let's take the Rams last year. Case Keenum could have been on the rise. No, he could have been no, on no, the no, rise. No, 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 Case Keenum no, no, is doing no, no, a very no, no, fine no, job with no. the Vikings right now. Oh, he's doing a fine job. Yes. Oh, okay. You feel good about the Vikings? Feel good about the Vikings no, this year? No, but I've never felt good about the Vikings. Which is exactly my point. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly my point. No, Case Keenum is not on the rise. That is he my was. no, no, no. <laughs> that could. is exactly my point. All right. So you've got yes. you've got Jared Goff. All right. You're, mm-hmm. you're you're starting Jared Goff now. You've got a new young coach, a good offensive mind, and Sean McVay. And what are you doing? You're a team on the rise. You look fun. Todd Gurley's back at it. Everyone's excited about the Rams. Yay, Los Angeles. And if they really continue winning, they will become a national team that that earns respect because it's in Los Angeles. And whether you think football is going to last in Los Angeles or not, which one of the teams. Yeah, <laughs> one, one of the teams. Well, one of the teams for sure will it's be It's the here. one we're talking about right now. <laughs> yes. But if they keep winning, they're going to get a bigger national following because it's Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is just what it is. Like, if we're going to go to the games or not is something else. That's going to take a little time because, you know. There's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of stuff do. to do out here. There's a lot of stuff to place. do. Yeah, sunshine, you know, you got the palm trees. Sunday during the day? You know, in LA, I know. y'all come out and find out. Like couch life, just open the open the what? door, nice balcony breeze. I'm waking up at 7 a.m. just to get the day started yeah, on the weekend. Know, I don't know about all that, but but <laughs> as far as watching them and being excited about them, I'm in on that because I like the direction that they're going. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on. All right, that's one example. Maybe you don't like it. Okay, Deshaun Watson. Okay. I would not trust Bill O'Brien with my pet rock for what he pulled at the beginning <laughs> of this season. You can't. How can you trust someone like that? You can't. He's untrustworthy. You have Deshaun Watson who just put up 57 points. Now, I'm not saying that he, he's not going to have a sophomore slump or something like that. But this is obviously right. a product of him playing, okay? For sure. Tom Savage, you felt this is what, this is what you felt you needed to put out there the first week for, uh, for, for half a game? I believe in the locker room. So when Bill O'Brien said Tom Savage was going to be the starter because the locker room's getting behind DeAndre Hopkins came out and said Tom Savage is the guy. Well, I'm not in the locker room. I have to trust it. And I, obviously, we all knew Deshaun Watson was going to get his time. Do we know it was going to come in the second half? When was he going to get his time? In the in the two eventually, practices that they have a week now? He was eventually going to a, get his a time. Madden? We knew Tom Savage wasn't going to Alex Smith his way into a starting okay, position. Okay, so this is, my, this is my point. What is the point? It, that, this is what I'm saying. This goes back to the beginning. Yeah. These teams aren't really trying to win. These coaches are trying to keep their jobs. And look. I get it. But you don't become great by approaching things like that. You just don't. You have to take risks. That's the way, that's the way it is. So if you're going to and, – and to me, it's not even a risk. You spent that draft pick on that quarterback. Let him go play. And there's always an excuse of, oh, well, if he goes out there and, he, and he's terrible, then we'll take him out. But then that's going to ruin his confidence. No, it, that's how life works. If you go do something and you're not good at it, then you get replaced. That's how the entire world works. Unless, you know, you're big privileged, in which case you're, you know. Right, yeah, it's all But for the rest of us, yes. if you go take a job and you're terrible at it, you will get replaced. If you're bringing out, uh, down an entire organization. So what is the risk really? What are you risking? Like, had he started Deshaun Watson instead of Tom Savage for a half, which mm-hmm. is so edgy. <laughs> yes. What is it that you saw in Tom Savage you didn't see last year that you were afraid to start Deshaun Watson? And, like, now he's going to get credit. Like, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. My guy. No, we didn't forget. We did not forget. The North remembers, bro. You started Tom <laughs> Savage, all right? I'm not going to forget that you did that. Because oh, I want to know why. Man. What is the point? What was the loss? Like Mitch Trubisky, all yeah. right? He has mm-hmm. won over the starting job in a shocking fashion from Mike Glennon. What happened there? I'll tell you what happened there. They signed Mike Glennon, who was so good that he got the Buccaneers' Jameis Winston, all right? So he's this world beater, yes. right, Mike Glennon. Mm-hmm. He shows up in Chicago. They give him a bajillion dollars. How much do they give him? 18.5. So a bajillion dollars, 18 million, which for Mike Lennon is a bajillion dollars. Might a little as well shy be. of a bajillion. And then they draft Mitch Trubisky, and mm-hmm. everyone's confused. What, what are you guys doing? What they're doing is Mike Lennon is not good. So they want another quarterback because, of course, you'd be crazy not to take another quarterback. Now, whether you like Mitch Trubisky or Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson, like where you took him can be debated. But you took him. Why? Because Mike Lennon is not good. Remember what I said about the Buccaneers a few seconds ago? Yeah. Jameis Winston? Who got them, Jameis Winston? Mike Lennon. You're welcome. Okay? You're welcome, Tampa Bay. That, okay. That's the best thing he's done in the yeah. and in the NFL is get the Buccaneers Jameis Winston. The- so I don't want to hear this about how 
we're just, you know, we're letting him develop and he's, he's got to watch and, and he's got to learn the game. No, you learn the game by playing. Mitch Trubisky's going to go in there. And I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky's going to be good, but Mike Lennon is not good. We know this. We already knew that. I didn't have to tell them that. The Buccaneers, they could have been like, hey, uh, Bucks, Mike Lennon good? No, definitely not good. Definitely okay. not good. Okay, well, let me say this. Mitch Trubisky could, and Mike Lennon could also be victims of what Jared Goff was victim of last season. Bad coach, bad organization. Bad, if, if, the, if it's not held at the top, like Mitch Trubisky is going to go in there and be fine, be a good starting quarterback, and the Bears are still going to be a dumb franchise who would give $18 million to a quarterback they know that they're not going to play. No, they, the reason that they played him is because they gave him $18 million. Don't let them fool you. That's the reason okay, that's why fair. he yes. started. They yes. needed to justify that. That's a pride move. Yes. Okay? That's all that is. And I don't want to hear that. All right? Maybe Mitch Trubisky is terrible. Who knows? But you drafted him number two for a reason. Let him go play. And if he's terrible, you put the other terrible quarterback you got in. <sighs> okay. <laughs> what are well, you losing here? I, this is why I'm saying they're not actually trying to win. Sometimes you have to take chances. All right? And the, 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 they give the same mantra every time. Oh, well, we don't want to ruin his confidence. And, you know, he doesn't know the offense yet. How's he going to learn it? He's just going to sit there. He's going to read uh, Ben McAdoo's 15-page uh, play sheet. Like, how do you learn how to play football? Go play. You have to do the thing. You got to go do the thing. You have to go do the thing. Yeah. And then, the, you, the, of course, the example is going to come up of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And it's Brett Favre. He's a Hall of Famer. So if you're going to have to sit behind someone... It, I'm okay with you sitting behind Brett Favre. I'm not okay with you sitting behind Mike Glennon. I'm not okay with you sitting behind Case Keenum. I'm not okay with you sitting behind Tom Savage. Oh, okay, we have to take the take a step back, realize that Deshaun Watson may be a once-in-a-five-year type of talent, like, say, Cam Newton in the 2011 draft class, right? Sure. Uh, a bunch of quarterbacks came out of that class, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder, Jake Locker, who's retired now, Andy Dalton, Colin Kaepernick. Now, I think Trubisky might be in the Andy Dalton camp, good quarterback, bad organization, bad head coach, and he'll do fine. And he'll wear a wedding ring whenever he gets married. <laughs> good luck to Mr. Trubisky well, and his well, significant other. Mr. Trubisky will never win a Super Bowl, and that's on him. <laughs> but but Deshaun Watson is the Cam Newton of that class, the 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 just the uh, raw talent that you have to go out there and figure it out himself, okay, and he'll end up winning we MVP one year. We didn't know that through training camp. We didn't know that. We figured, you know what? We figured that out halfway through the first game of the season. My point is, you're talking yeah. all this stuff about confidence. Mm -hmm. Name him the quarterback. Let him make it his team. You mentioned it, DeAndre Hopkins, not having the, the locker room yet. How's he going to have the locker room when you haven't announced him as the quarterback? Yeah, you gave the starting job to Tom Savage. I just don't want to hear about it. If, if you're going to sit behind someone and it's Brett Favre, fine. Okay. That's what it is. And if you, this is what's happening in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. All right. Alex Smith, not my favorite quarterback of all time, but he's competent. Every, he, they drafted Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, he's Tom Brady. All right? <laughs> he's Alex Smith. Okay, fine. But, but Alex Smith yes. is actually good. I got you. Now, yes. I'm, I'm, now, is Patrick Mahomes going to learn something from Alex Smith? Who knows? But that's a, that's a situation where I'm comfortable in Alex Smith obviously starting, and we all knew he was still going to start, right? Right, yeah. That is not an example because Alex Smith is competent, right? Case Keenum? Tom mm. Savage? Mm. Mike Lennon? Mm. I'm just saying... Take some risks. I don't want to hear about how, like, you're comfortable with this guy and he's a veteran and he knows the system. No. You're just trying to not lose your job, which I respect, but don't pitch me with the we're trying to win thing. You're not. You're trying to stay afloat. So as a fan, like, I'm not a fan of any of these teams, but to me, like, commit to it. That's what's happening with Jared Goff. I commend Sean McVay for doing that. It's still a risk. It's not like he's, he's, he's in his sophomore year. It's not like it's, like, right. any guarantee that he's going to be great. They can go south at any point. Any point. Yeah. Went south last year. Yeah. But I don't yeah. feel like that. I'm I'm feeling no, optimistic yeah, for, sure. for them. Yeah. This week will be a good test for them because they have Seattle. Mm -hmm. So who put up finally figured out uh how to play offense. So they put up some points last week, finally. So that'll be a good test for them. But overall, like stop pitching me with the whole we're gonna start the veteran uh and you know he knows the system and we don't want to ruin the guy's confidence and blah, blah, blah. whatever. All right. And I I remember Bill O'Brien. You started Tom Savage, okay? <laughs> I did not forget. I'm remembering Bears. I mean, I don't know how much Trubisky's going to be. Maybe he'll throw like six picks in one game. But Listen, Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson, don't make Joy a liar. Get out there. Get your money. No, throw your make, touchdowns. Don't make me a liar. Yes. Please. Please don't there. make me a liar. <laughs> I'm backing all of you young quarterbacks up and calling out your crazy coaches for not starting you. But honestly, that's, that's how I feel an organization should approach it. If you draft a young guy, just get him out there. That's how you learn how to play football. 
I mean, I don't know how to play football. I'm pretty sure I'd be a bad football player. I've watched a lot of football. You'd be better if you got out there and played, though. I would. I would improve slightly <laughs> at my non-football playing skills if I actually tried. Exactly. Um, so that's what I think that they should do. Uh, just as a recap from last week before we move on to in and out um, in or out. Yeah, so the, not as many people uh, kneeled for the anthem, uh, which yeah. is expected because, of course, uh, most people were just reacting to what Donald Trump said. But I just want to say um, Marshawn Lynch is an American treasure and uh, we must protect him. <laughs> yes, we must keep him. We must keep him safe. He is one of a kind, and uh, I, I, I just adore the fact that he is back in the NFL. He is so great. He You're showed up to the game pregame with mm-hmm. um, an, an Oakland company, Oakland-based company's shirt that said "Everybody versus Trump." Yes. Which I go sign. Yes. <laughs> well, I would say when you say everyone protect him, I think the assistant coaches were protecting him on the sidelines. You saw them like building a wall. Yeah. The north wall, like uh, blocking Marshawn Lynch <laughs> sitting on the bench, which was just so the, awkward. The wall in the north? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So Marshawn's been sitting for the anthem. Right. And that's his thing. I don't understand why you would. What? Do you, yeah. The coaches all stood around him to try and hide him. And of course, it's like, guys, we got cameras everywhere. Yes. We have cameras literally on every inch of this space. We are, of course, still going to see that Marshawn is sitting there. Right. So you're just bringing more attention to the fact that Marshawn is sitting. When I saw it, I thought he was peeing because I guess what you do on the sideline as as yeah. players on the sideline, you you well, huddle no, they around someone's hold up peeing. The, uh, the towels, right? Yeah, that's in the NFL. The Oakland Raiders. I. Oh. This. I mean, the Oakland Raiders have come up a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know if they, they have the facilities. They got you know. towels. <laughs> okay, yeah. I feel like they got towels. <laughs> they got towels. Anyway, I love you, Marshawn. And uh, that that reaction of not everyone not kneeling again. And now, like, half the teams are doing the unity thing. You said it. Thing, and, yeah. Well, I mean, because it wasn't actually about the, the protest. It was about getting angry that they were called sons of bitches by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I'm fine reacting to that. Like, you have to do something if someone calls you a son of a bitch. I mean, you're not calling me a son of a bitch because it wouldn't make any sense but right more importantly i i understand them standing up for themselves but again it just there was a few pockets of people kenny stills and a couple of dolphins uh there were there were a few quite a few jaguar players i think that still kneeled michael bennett sit um, down yeah. yeah so there there was still the, the, the usual ones the, the guys mm-hmm. that had been protesting anyway right stuck with it um but we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks and um speaking of the raiders they were without a quarterback for a couple weeks. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Well, I'm just saying, there's an available quarterback. Oh. He's pretty good. Who's pretty good? Now, see, now I'm confused. Shout out, Curb. Great episode <laughs> this week. Pretty, pretty good. So he did go to a Super friend... Bowl and an and a, and a, and a okay. championship game. Yeah, that was... I just want to say that was a long time ago. I hope Colin Kaepernick, since we're going to say the elephant in the room, Colin Kaepernick, I hope he's still good at football. I really do. I want him to, to I mean, get back at it. Oakland would be a place. Oakland would be a team that would that could back that up, yeah. obviously. Um, I think the locker room would accept him, but uh, who knows what they're going to do there. I, I just think that would be a good fit because they are a team that actually has a chance of winning this year. And unfortunately, Derek Carr is injured. His back is injured with spasms. So he's going to be out anywhere two to six weeks so it seems like that would be a good move, but you know, honestly, I don't think that he's he's going to get signed this year. I think it's just it's been too crazy of a year so far. But I was pretty optimistic at the beginning of the season, and now that we're getting I, into it, I was I, optimistic during uh, training camp that if yeah. there was a big injury, that 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 would happen. And then there was a big injury, and it happened to be Ryan Tannehill, and that yeah. we all know what happened there. Shout so, out Jay Cutler. No, no shouts out for Jay Cutler. <laughs> So, guys, Maybe I'm Crazy is a new show. This is just our fourth week. The other new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. So check out my friends Nick Wright and Chris Carter and Jenna Wolf every morning at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. If that's too early for you, they have a podcast also. So check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning. All right, it's time for some headlines. We call this In or Out. Brandon, this is your time to shine. Let's go. What am I in or out on this week? Oh, I thought we were singing. In or out, in or out. out. (laughs) Joy. Yes. Everyone's favorite sports dad is back in the news. Mm -hmm. LeVar Ball 
is taking out LaMelo Ball Jr. at Chino Hills, taking him away for basketball mm-hmm. and high school as a whole after he's been publicly criticizing the administration, the head basketball coach. Joy, are you in or out on LaMelo joining Big Baller University uh, High School? Big Ball University High School. So he's going to homeschool LaMelo. Yes, he'll be homeschooled. Yes, uh, which is the like official term. Is that Homeschool. Yeah, homeschool. So LeVar's going to homeschool LaMelo because he's mad at the coach because yes. he said he's not getting 50 shots a game, yes. which seems reasonable, actually. Um, and, I mean, we know how LeVar is. Like, LeVar doesn't like being told what to do. And he feels like he has some sort of ownership over Chino Hills mm-hmm. because of his sons. Um, I like LeVar Ball overall. I, I get what he's doing. I also get why people are put off by him as well. But I think he's an entertainer and he understands saying things and doing outlandish things is going to get in the headlines, obviously. And it's worked. So uh, I was homeschooled. Little known fact. What? When? I was homeschooled until my junior year of high school. You were at homeschool until your junior year of high school? Correct. What the? F- <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. I know. I got to rework all my homeschool so, people. I know. It's so weird because I'm so normal. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, me, my or younger crazy. brother and sister were homeschooled. And then, uh, you know, we had a f- family separation, otherwise known as a divorce. And Heard then we those. went to uh, to high school, my my junior and senior year. But I played sports at my local school. High school, yeah. Um, well, at middle school, too. I played at, like, whatever the middle school was in our school district. Right. I played basketball and track and soccer and volleyball. So I kind of was already a part of the school. Like, I already knew a bunch of kids there. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a cold entry into right. the school. But, yeah, I was homeschooled. And Jason was actually homeschooled his junior and senior year. So Jason did what wow. uh, LaMelo is doing for completely different reasons. Right. Yeah, but yeah. he was – yeah. So he's actually the only homeschooler but, in the, that ever, like, went to the NFL. But it would be it would be cool if LaMelo was still going to Chino's and playing basketball. He's not – he's leaving right. so school thing, because of basketball. Yeah. The only thing that, that makes me uh, – so I'm in on the homeschooling. Right. I'm out on the reasoning, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is just going to be one of those weird ones where I'm just not very – clear i guess um <laughs> but I, I just don't know where he's gonna get the competition right so because he's gonna play aau you're just that's not the same level of competition as high school and basketball seems to work as long as i still remember so he needs that so yeah. I, I, it makes me wonder how his development is going to continue being at home i mean lavar seems to have been right about everything so far so yeah we'll see, but. it's just weird that lavar says he's going to get him competition by taking him to the hood and saying who wants to play Lamelo. Okay, that's, that I mean, that's fine. That's fine. You're going to play basketball there, but you're yeah. not going to play organized basketball. You're right. not going to have plays. You're not going to play with the same people. You're not going to develop relationships. And you need all of that when you play for a team because it's a team sport. So are you going to get competition? You're going to be able to hone your skills? Sure. But you're not going to be able to actually play on a basketball team in that way. So, again, it's more of a development thing for me than me being uh, out on him homeschooling him. Uh, I'm sure he's still going to play plenty of, plenty of basketball, but we'll see. Shout out to homeschool. Joy Taylor was homeschooled. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's great news. Shout out to homeschool kids. Okay, moving on. Uh, after watching the Seahawks running back Chris Carson get carted off the field Sunday night, mm-hmm. uh, Sherman said that fantasy football... Richard Sherman. Who, Sherman. Richard Sherman. Sherman Sherman. Sherman Sherman. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman says that uh, fantasy football is making, and things like that, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, gambling, uh, are making people, fans, see players less as people, more as points. Mm -hmm. Right? So, are you in or out on NFL players clapping back at their fantasy football (laughs) Twitter trolls? Uh, I like Richard Sherman a lot. Mm -hmm. Um. But gambling is a pretty big part of professional sports, particularly football. So this is not a new thing that people have seen NFL players as legitimately points and not as players. It's just, I mean, it's not right, obviously, but that is a big part of why a lot of people watch the NFL. This ain't new. No. Uh, And as far as fantasy football, that's not new either. It's just the uptick of people who have social media. Mm -hmm. So I am am in on what he is saying because I get it. But like – I'm out on him being in his mentions, which is obviously where this is happening. So – yeah. While he's saying, well, what he's saying is right. Like, pe- if you're the person out there who is tweeting to a professional athlete that you're pissed because you lost your 
fantasy football game, you need to go home. You need to take a nap. Take some sleepy time. All right. Maybe have some tea. Then go to sleep. Sleep on the floor. Just go all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> and just come back up and just reset everything you're doing in your life because you're doing it wrong. You're doing life wrong. Okay. If you're if you're taking the time out of your day to tweet a professional athlete to complain about your fantasy football team, you are living life wrong. You right. need more in your life. Yes. This clearly. is my advice to you. Mm-hmm. You need more things. You need another hobby like pottery. It'll be fun. You know. They sell you know, those. They sell those like adult coloring books now. Yeah. There's other stuff you can do besides bother someone about their life and their physical body that is injured as their livelihood. So that being said, obviously, they need to stay out of their mentions because this is going to happen. We know Twitter is a sunken place. We've been over this. And we all do this. We all get involved with people on social media that we should not get involved in. So I'm not being a hypocrite here. I know I do it too. But it's just, it's not going to stop. Yeah. You're not going to save the internet. What's our motto? Can't Kevin save, Durant can't save the internet. You cannot save the, save the internet. internet. Oh. Okay, but neither, <laughs> neither can Richard Sherman. You're not saving the internet. So just stay out of your mentions. People are always going to do this because people are terrible. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm still looking for somebody to be captain. Save the internet. There is no captain. Save the internet. They don't exist out there. The internet is the internet literally exists for dereliction. Who? It it, it exists for terrible things. Oh, okay. Who's Daryl though? I need Jesus. Okay, uh, moving on. Okay, so. Last week mm-hmm. was the battle for the AFC North, the only two teams that people actually care about. The battle for the AFC North. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, I told you that the Bengals were terrible. Remember when I said that? Yes. Uh, shouts out to the Bengals, but those aren't teams we care about. No. Ravens and the Steelers. Also, no one um, cares about the Ravens either. I know you keep you keep beating that drum, but. A lot of people all in on the Ravens. No. Joe Flacco, just go ahead. Turn playoff Joe Flacco on. Elite. That would be great for everyone if you could do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Ben Roethlisberger didn't hit a wide open Antonio Brown which led Antonio Brown to go to the sideline, flip over some Gatorade coolers, uh, yell at some coach, uh, slap Todd Haley's head down, hand down. Mm -hmm. Um, Joy, are you in or out on wide receivers like Antonio Brown showing very strong emotion on the sidelines? I'm so conflicted. You're conflicted? I am because I really do love – I keep saying I love diva wide receivers, but then I keep criticizing all the things about them that make them divas. So maybe I don't actually love Diva wide receivers. Mm. I can't figure it out. I still think I do, but Antonio Brown is an egomaniac. And I love Antonio, all right? AB is the man. He's awesome. He's got mad style. Straight out the Mac. He's obviously amazing Mm -hmm. at what he does. And he plays for the Steelers. Obviously, I'm from Pittsburgh. But you can't throw the stupid Gatorade bucket. And and when it comes to Antonio Brown, like, he's already got a couple, you know, he's got a couple things he's been involved in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe you just maybe just calm down, you know, and and especially because it's all about you, right? Like it wasn't you won the game, right. so there's no need. It was, it was in the first quarter, right? There's no need for you to act this way. Right. If it was at the end of the game and you lost in terrible fashion and you were open all the whole time or something, uh, okay, maybe. But he, he's he's a a little bit self centered when it comes to this type of stuff, and to me, like that's the difference between being a championship team and not. And you, you need like yeah. you need composure. You need him to be uh, like the leader. And I mean, Ben obviously said it was fine, and you know he yeah. dismissed it. But laugh it off. Well, he's Ben's great at that coach speak now, but the, <laughs> he's learned over time. Yeah, but I mean, you got Antonio Facebook live and from the locker room. You can't do that. It just it, it's just you can't do it. He's got a lot of bad looks. I think the worst person, the worst culprit here is the training staff. You got to fill those gallery coolers up all the way. <laughs> like, why is that empty? That was weird. Like, why? He should not have been able to throw that so easily. Dude's is thirsty. Just, yeah, just. <laughs> why is that empty? <laughs> why is that empty? I mean, he's cooler? the strongest dude on earth if he can flip a Gatorade cooler with one hand right. that's full. It's like, it's, you're not impressing anyone. Did you ever have to carry the Gatorade coolers? Of course. In high school, that's all we did. You would grab, you would grab another. It was Lyman's job, and you would. Take one fat guy. Even on as a senior? Side. Huh? Even as a senior? I mean, I was a captain since my sophomore year in high school. It's a very, very accomplished high school. Well, it seems like you player. got punked if you still had to carry the Gatorade. Yeah, it was a small Fuck school. It. <laughs> small school. We didn't have a lot of resources. Like I mean, Oakland but you had Raiders. other players. Yeah, it was just, you know. The freshmen carry that. Yeah, we got to make sure the, the water The freshmen carry there. the equipment and the Gatorade bucket. We got to make sure it gets over there. You got to trust that. I don't know. I disagree with that. I think you got fun. <laughs> I say a diva wide receiver, quote unquote wide receiver that we both love and we love his antics still, Travis Kelsey. 
I know he's a tight end. He's not a wide receiver. I know he's a tight end, but he is as close as a diva wide receiver is going to get. I know. The Chiefs. Mm. Chiefs last night. You learned what a bad beat was last night. I did. I kind of did. Chiefs won. So. <laughs> Chiefs won 29 to 20 over the Redskins last night. Travis Kelsey was living his best life. Just and, beautiful. Uh, his vernacular. He he is. Yeah. He's beautiful. Um, I'm not being sarcastic. Anyway, more importantly, they won. They, they scored a garbage time touchdown. And the gamblers. Beautiful. Remember, remember I'm mentioning the gamblers with uh, Richard yes, Sherman. That's yes, an important yes. thing. Yeah, there were some people who were not happy with that. Schrocker was, was good. Schrocker was good. I'm all in on all defensive touchdowns. If I you don't had care the, about gambling yet. Uh, if you had the Chiefs and you had the over, you were very, very happy. If you did not, oh. God bless See, you. Just in the dark Save right now. I might as well be deaf. I'm so sorry. Anyways. Awesome. All right. Let's move it on. on. <laughs> it's time for the Petty Report. And in honor of Tom Petty, mm. rest in peace, mm-hmm. who passed yesterday, it's going to be the Tom Petty Report this week. I like that. Sing a Tom Petty song. Because I'm free. Free falling. Very good. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. Uh, Russell Westbrook is, he is so petty. So Russell Westbrook signed his five-year, $205 million contract on just a regular day. (laughs) September 29th, just a regular day. It was. To everyone else except for Kevin Durant. Because it was Kevin Durant's birthday. King Petty. Uh, it's so petty. And and honestly, I love Russell Westbrook so much that I can't get mad at him. But there's just no way that this wasn't on, on purpose. Nobody's buying that. I don't, I don't think for, it was. I don't not think it was even on purpose. for a second. Oh, really? I don't think it was on purpose. You don't think it was on purpose? No. Russell Westbrook's above that. Here's my thing about the NBA. This is my theory. All right. First of all, you're wrong. Um, okay. so, so, although I'm horrible at birthdays, mm-hmm. I remember no one's birthday. If it wasn't for Facebook, I'm sorry, none of my friends would ever get happy birthday messages. I, I remember know, my yeah. siblings' birthdays and my mother's. And that's it. I I know my mom's birthday and I know my dad's is before it. That's pretty much it. But I don't like, know, you know exactly like what like day it day is. Before? I don't know what day before it. But yeah, I mean, birthdays it. are just hard to remember. I've got to remember a lot of stuff. And, you know, numbers are not my thing. So (laughs) I just, birthdays are just not, it's just, I can't. When's your birthday? January 17th. Mm. Mm. Michelle Obama, Dwayne Wade. Really? It's a very elite birthday. Yes. like that. That's not, that's not Aquarius, is it? That's the right before it. It's Capricorn. Okay. Shouts out to all the caps. Yes. (laughs) Sure. Um, Anyway, the NBA is going to be super, 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 duper, duper, duper petty this year. And I'm so excited. And preseason... Has started, and there's already antics going on. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving's wearing the hat with the weird saying. What was that ridiculous crap on his hat? It was like a 10-page long uh, paragraph about it's not popularity contest or something. I know Kyrie Irving was wearing shoes that said for the fearless only. <laughs> only. Underlined. You know what? This is what I think. So the NFL could be this petty if you could see their faces. But since it's the NBA, and seriously, you, you yeah. get to know the players on such a more intimate level yeah. in the NBA. Obviously, there's less guys on the court, but the superstars just get to a whole nother level just internationally, and their personalities get to, to come out so much more. We only really know outside of the quarterbacks very few super superstars. Like J.J. Watt, not a quarterback, but superstar. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, superstar. OBJ. Antonio Brown, like there's a Le'Veon point where Bell, we run out of names. Yeah, but like you're going to run out of names yes, much quicker sure. than you will for knowing every single starting quarterback. So it's just a different level. It's going to be so petty this year, and I can't wait. Okay, it said popularity. This is what Kyrie Irving's uh, hat said: popularity contests are not truth contests. Kyrie, just come to me. All right, I will coach you up on exactly. <sighs> How to properly, effectively troll LeBron. It's just a puzzle. It's just like, it's all of long. it's just like this big puzzle. It's too long. Listen, if, if you want to have an effective hat, seriously, follow the Trump motto. Very simple. Yes. Don't get too elaborate. Don't get too tricky. Four words, Max. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. Boom, 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 boom. So powerful. That's it. It is. It'll it. be That's everywhere. It. All right. Just come to me. I got the model. All right. <laughs> That's how you're going to do it. I can't wait for it. It's going to be amazing this year. 
If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. And I also host a daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the five best segments of the day, cut down to a short, smart show with the best of me, Skip, and Shannon. Go subscribe to the Undisputed daily podcast on all major platforms. Loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. So every other show, we uh, rank the worst teams. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I shouldn't say every other show. Every show we do this. Um, every show, we rank the worst teams, uh, which are basically my favorite losers of the week. Um, this week, I once again have to feature a team that I'm very upset about that's ruined my life for many, many years. But we'll start with the Giants, who haven't. But the Giants are 0-4. Yes. Fun fact, they haven't won since Odell's yacht trip. Stop. Yep. Shannon dropped that on me today. Stop. Not a whole lot of research needed for that, I guess. But uh, it is it is a fun fact. That was a good win, though. Uh, what? It was, they haven't won since the yacht trip. Right. Yeah, it was a what, good win. What was the win? When they won. Well, the win the, the win before the yacht trip. Yeah. The the one okay the one that didn't matter. Yeah. Okay. It was There's a, a playoff game they played after that that they lost. Yeah, I know. Now but... they're zero and four. Yeah. So they're really bad and. The only there's only been one other team in NFL history that's come back from Rowan Four. You know, last week Odell said that uh, they could still make the playoffs, right? Which was silly then. That was but before. now they're that was before their own four. Yes. And the '92 Chargers are the only other team to do that, and they're definitely not going to do that because the NFC East is very competitive. So that's not going to happen. And uh, Eli Manning, it's time to replace him. I, I'm sorry, it's got to go. With who? I don't know. It's time to go. <laughs> They might as well just tank. They might as well just tank the rest of the season and replace Eli. How long do you get to live off those Super Bowls? I just ask Giants fans. Like, this doesn't affect me in any way. I just want to know how long he gets to live off of that. And back, Ben McAdoo's gone. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's he's got to go. But the Super Bowls. Him and the Cheesecake Factory uh, menu. Yes. Got to go. No eyebrows. Got to go. It's one of my favorite cultural references. Everything about Cheesecake Factory is my favorite cultural reference. <laughs> Why? Because everyone gets it. Like any joke you make about Cheesecake Factory, everyone gets. And that's special. I can't argue with the you right? Joy. I really can't. I was yeah. watching this uh like meme video. Uh you know, it was like all these like actresses and stuff doing like these meme videos now. Yeah, yeah. So I got sucked into one because I was bored yesterday. And it was like about being 30, like what women say in their 30s. Mm-hmm. It did not apply to me, but <laughs> <laughs> she she said she was going to wear heels. Her friend asked her out to go to dinner, mm-hmm. and she was like, let's go to the Cheesecake Factory. And she's like, no, I'm going to wear heels. I'll bust my ass. Cheesecake Factory floors are so slippery. Have you ever worn heels in a Cheesecake Factory before? It's almost no. impossible. You have to like walk along the wall. Mad slippery. Anyway. Um, they got to go. And Eli Manning was on <laughs> with Francesca the God uh, today, and this is what he said. You got to play good football. You, you know, you can't, you know, and we're doing, and we are playing. We're playing pretty good football, but we're not playing great football. You're right, Eli. You're not playing good or great football. You're playing terrible football. Everyone just wants to put it on the offense. The defense is playing pretty bad. Everyone's like, oh, the defense is so good. They have allowed over 100 yards rushing every game. They have two turnovers on the season. Like, you can't win that way. So the whole team is bad because they're 0-4. Uh, okay. So I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, they, they have the pieces to have a good defense. Everyone thought they had one of the best defenses in the league coming right. into the season. And everyone was wrong. Moving along to the Patriots. <laughs> Patriots are 2-2. Two and two. Yes. I, I'm going to try and not insert my anger about my number one loser this week into this. Please. So I'm, I'm trying to focus only on the Patriots. But I'm going to reference back to the Patriots when I get to number one. That being said, speaking of bad defenses... Patriots defense, Moy Dookie, all right? And I don't know how it happens because it's basically the same defense that they had last year. And Tom Brady is obviously not playing bad. So I don't know what's happening. But I will say, even though they are on pace for the worst total defense, they've given up uh, on average 467 yards mm-hmm. per game. Pass defense, 324 yards per game. So bad. Uh, it's worse than NFL history if they keep this up. I don't think they want that on their resume. But... Uh, they're still going to win the Super Bowl, so I don't know. Don't they're know not. They're, yes, there's they no way they can win the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to turn it around. They're going to win the Super Bowl. There's no way the Patriots, they're giving up 32 points a game, 7.2 yards per play. There's no way. And Tom Brady keeps getting sacked. He's always got sacked 13 times at this point. They can't run the ball. Joy, I understand the Patriots have this allure. Like It's like they just make it happen all times. Not this year. 
Tom Brady's 40 years old. He's on the ground too much. Defense can't stop anybody. Matt Patricia and all the frat boys that love him can go somewhere else. Patriots not going to the Super Bowl. Hot take. That is a hot take because they are going to the Super Bowl because Bill Belichick has a deal with the devil, which apparently is wearing off on the defensive side. <laughs> so he's, he, he needs a re-up. He needs a re-up. His soul is gone, so he can't sell that. We've got to sacrifice someone else and get back on track with, with the devil and make this happen. But oh, they are, they are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Not. Yes, they are. They are. That's what's going to happen. All right, here's my number one for this week. And it's just, it just, you know what? It vexes me mm, that this is the great case. Great word. I'm terribly vexed. Spell it. Vexed? V-E-E-X-E-D? Vexed? We'll check that later. I think you're right, though. Yeah? Continue. It's a gladiator reference. I'm terribly vexed. Who said that? Caesar. Which one was Caesar? Oh, my God. Anyway, um, you completely throw me off. The Dolphins are one and three, and they got absolutely demolished this week. Yes. And on top of them getting absolutely demolished, what bothers me the most is that this is a year where the Patriots look a little bit vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And Adam Gase tricked us. He's a trickster. And convinced us that he was turning this team around when they somehow managed to make it to the playoffs last year. And now I feel like they didn't deserve that playoff appearance. And I was conned. I was conned and I'm, I'm upset about it. And <laughs> J- you've got Jay Cutler. So everyone's like deciding to run the Wildcat again, right? right. Wildcat's back. It's mm-hmm. back. Yes. So hot right now, the Wildcat. <laughs> and Jay Cutler is standing on, this, on the field with, a, with his hands on his hips. He didn't even... He didn't even pretend like he was going to participate in the play. No. He didn't even, like, just let your arms hang. Maybe you're going to just give a little juke, you know? <laughs> nothing. He's just standing not, there with his arms. like Knees not bent. Nothing. I, I on was, his back heels with his hands on his hips. Like, he's out there sunning his butt. That's literally, that's a sunning your butt pose. <laughs> Listen, that is, that's the same pose he had in the picture. I would say that. I would be okay with him having that body language on the field during a play if it was any quarter other than the first and if it was any time other than the first five minutes of the game. That was just like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you focused on? What is it? What he's doing? Okay. Here's the reality. This dude retired, all right? So we, we all should have yeah. known mm-hmm. that this was going to happen. It's fair. And before he retired, he was a terrible loser then and had a terrible body language the Bears couldn't wait to get rid of him. Like, please, just take him. So, so many teams have gotten rid of him. I I, mean, for, I, for, I was just thinking about, I was like, oh, yeah, he was with the Broncos. There was a time, yes. He's, he's just not good. And it's not that I had these high expectations for him, you know, but yeah. we, like, you knew what you were going to get. It's Jay Cutler. And they weren't going to sign Colin Kaepernick. So, right. at, but this is Adam Gase's fault. This is Adam Gase's mess. He created it. He, he, he convinced us Jay Cutler like knew his system. Oh, 2015, you're the best year. Oh, QBR. <laughs> so, I, honestly, it's bad enough they got their asses kicked, but yes. you're really going to stand on the field with your hands on your hips? Just pretend. Just humor us, all right? <laughs> just g- give us a glimpse that you, that you give one single crap about what it is that you're doing. I enjoy, I hate to say this, but... The Miami Dolphins are really bad. They are really bad. They're really, really bad. And they're not going to continue to stay on the loser rankings if they continue to be bad because the loser rankings are for people who actually have potential other right. than the Giants because I had to give them one more. I had to give them one more. I, I Okay, I'm going to say this. The Dolphins may be the worst team in the NFL. I know they've won one, but I this week – no, you know this what? week the someone, Chargers. Someone the tried Chargers. me. Someone tried me on Twitter with that too. I'm like, telling you, uh, you know, the Giants are not as bad as the Dolphins. Actually, uh, they are because they are zero four and the Dolphins won one. So they I, are. I would like, take the Giants literally nine times out of ten against the against the Dolphins. Literally, they're worse though. Yes, the record and all that stuff. But I don't know. Do we play for play for participation points or okay for, after next week? You got this W or what? After next week, the. The Chargers will have the same record as the Dolphins, and then we'll start talking about who's the worst team in the NFL. Listen, I'm not defending the Dolphins. They were abysmal. They were awful. And their offense sucks. And that's disappointing. And, I, and Jay, Jay Ajayi was not really that great either, which is, you know. You know the second leading rusher on the Dolphins is? Jay Cutler, 13 yards. Let me say that again. The second leading rusher. For the Miami Dolphins is Jay Cutler Every with 13 yards. Every single year, I allow myself to 
to have just a tiny little drop of belief. Mm-hmm. And every year this happens to me. Hope is poison. Hope is poison. You know what? That's you're right. It's, you're it's right poison. about that. It's poison. Get us, get us, get away from us, Jay Cutler. Yes. Give us Matt Moore. Give us anything. No, that's not gonna happen. So I really like. They should sign Kaepernick is what they should do because yeah. Jay Cutler is, is, has exhibited. This is just a little sidebar here, but uh, Jay Cutler has exhibited that he doesn't care about what's happening at all. And why should he? He retired. And he only came back for the money, and like I don't know, have one more year of glory or whatever. But he's not trying. He doesn't care. It doesn't affect his life in any way if the Dolphins are good or not. So if you're a Dolphins fan, which I know there's like not, you know, whatever. No one cares about Dolphins fans, but I do. You and your family. Right. (laughs) So if you are, like, it's a smack in the face. You're standing on the – if Ezekiel Elliott is going to get crushed for a week straight about not chasing after someone that's – he's never going to catch anyway. Jay Cutler's in an actual play. Mm -hmm. He's the quarterback. He's supposed to be selling that he's involved, and he's standing there with his hands on his hips. So they should sign Kaepernick. But they're not going to do that. There's 0% chance of them doing that for multiple reasons, but mainly because Gase is not going to bail on his plan. That's just, that's just what it is. How do you get Jay Cutler to care about anything? Don't care. <laughs> we got to ask Kristen Cutler. That's legitimately that dude's motto. He's, he's, he's the face of indifference. I envy him sometimes. It's the worst. All right. I'm so depressed now. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Mm. It's time for gut data facts. I don't know why do you do that. The deep Brandon breath. does this thing where oh, he gosh. he's he takes this big deep breath, like when we're moving on to a new segment, mm. and he goes. <sighs> <laughs> and I'll try I'll try to say something, and mm. he's holding his breath. Yeah, Young don't Sean hold your Watson breath. Why here. are you holding your breath? I'm just about to make a big play. No, well, no, because then we have to reset for you to catch your breath because you're holding it. That's anyway, fair. it's time for gut data facts. Yes. And before we get to your gut data fact, mm. I uh, I said a gut data fact earlier, and Ooh. I was incorrect about it. You didn't even title it. Yeah, so I need to get my gut up. Let's get the gut up. I need to get my gut up because it's not good. Up. So Ashley has informed me that my uh, my nugget about Jason, my brother, mm-hmm. being the only homeschooler in the NFL, was incorrect because my main dude Tim Tebow was homeschooled. Which I should know because I love him. I'm Both sorry, very Tim. handsome men. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Handsome homeschoolers. Forgive me if I have sinned, Tim. Let's <laughs> not know. Tim is All right, my, what's up? What's up for your gut data fact? Tim, okay. is, Tim is the closest to God I'm going to get in this lifetime. So it's, okay. you know, that's just, that, that is an actual Joy, fact. Joy, we will save you. Me and no, Tim Tebow. No, 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 leave my soul. <laughs> okay. Right, what's your gut data fact? So obviously Sunday Night Football. Right. The Colts and the Seahawks played. Some would say it was a blowout. The Seahawks won 46 to 18. Right. But after watching that game, gut data fact, Jacoby Brissett will have a more successful career than Andrew Luck in the NFL. Facts. Gut data facts. Print it. Print it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Joy. Okay. Let me tell you. I'm hearing. I'm listening to you. Jacoby Brissett, that was his fifth start in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The first time that he's ever started an away game. And it's in Seattle, 12th man, Legion of Boom. It's a hard place to play, yes. He's he's doing his best impression of Tom Brady. I like what I see of him. L- Andrew Luck is not going to come back from the surgery. He's too much of a t- he has too much Tim Tebow in him. He's too much of a he's too tough for his own good. He's too tough for his own good. He's gonna injure himself again. Jacoby Brissett is just a quarterback, long, illustrious, Blake Broyles style career. That was Ugh, a joke I mean I, No, no, no. I stop there. No, no, stop. No. He, he's gonna be like a Phillip Rivers. Blake Bortles. What is it with you and Blake Bortles? You know him or something? You love Blake Bortles. I, I, so I out to Ball State. I took my fifth year after leaving Notre Dame to Ball State, and we played UF, UCF and the uh, Beef O'Brady's Bowl. And he literally, I couldn't sack him to save my life. So I just so much respect for him. I couldn't sack him. He's so big. He's a big guy. Great quarterback. I can't. There's you just threw so much at me. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> do I start with the Beef, the beef O'Brady's like? Where do I start with that? Just answer the gut data fact, Joy. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just have to let that wash over me for a second. All right. First of all, if Jacoby Brissett is going to be Blake Bortles, your gut data fact is not correct. All right. We're, definitely, definitely okay, not. Yeah. Well, yes, definitely okay, not. Yes. So let's, let's hope for your sake, for yes. your gut data fact consistency, that he is actually better than Blake Bortles. But there, there's, there's no chance that's happening. I'm not an Andrew Luck fan. I never have been. 
I think Good. I think he's been put on an expectation level that he's not going to live up to, mm-hmm. and he's been injured a ton. That's another place that could probably use Colin Kaepernick. But anyway, um, the point is that's not going to happen. He's not going to get that opportunity. As soon as Andrew Luck is healthy again, they're going back to Andrew Luck. That's it. To that's save their, it. To save their money. They're going to get a lot for Jacoby Brissett. I'll say that. Sure, fine. But So you're saying he's going to be better in Indy than Andrew Luck or in just his career, in general? In his career in NFL. They're going to Matt Castle him. Somebody's going to get duped into getting him. He's going to be okay. But he's still going to be better than Andrew Luck. Because Andrew Luck is... Not as good as Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Good data facts. All right. Well, I guess we have to wait a couple years to find out if this is true. <laughs> so I, I can't Put this on your calendar, it. guys. Brandon Newman said it first. But I do have some – I have a few nuggets here. What's that? To start disputing you. Let's do it. Jacoby Brissett has two passing touchdowns total in his five career starts. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck has thrown two touchdowns in a single game 45 times. <laughs> uh, Luck has never had fewer than three passing touchdowns over any five-game stretch of his career. Mm-hmm. So through the five-game uh, – you know, sample size that we right. have, Andrew Luck is already better. Two five games. Hmm. Interesting. Jacoby Brissett also had a pick six and a fumble returned. Uh, Against Seattle. the Legion and of Boom. And that Seattle Good job. blowout. As most Seattle. people call it a blowout, it actually was. Those weren't all on him. So before we wrap this up, yes. I just want to say the whole flashes of greatness thing that you're pitching with the Jacoby Brissett nonsense, I, I just, I don't, I'm not interested in it. It was a complete blowout. All right, like oh, look, he, he looked like Tom Brady. No, no it's, he it's, like, looked... it's adorable. All right, it's adorable. If it was a close game that they lost by one point in the last couple seconds, fine, I'll give you that. If it was a blowout. And he, like he looked like Tom Brady. Russell Wilson like, did why? what he's supposed to do against human, a bad defense. Because they're both defense. human beings, they look alike. No, he's been he's the tutelage, Joy. They, they it's the, the tutelage. It's the tutelage. He's it's Bill Parcells and 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 Bill Belichick and well, Tom Brady. We have one rule. On this, well, we have a few rules actually, but yes. one, a new rule. What's that? We'll call it a new rule. You don't bring up Bill Parcells' name on the show. Don't bring it up. Yes, in a positive light. Oh. One day I'll tell you that story. Yes. Not now. Okay, sorry. Bill, Broke the rule, guys. We're Bill good. Bill Parcells. <laughs> anyway, um, good, good job today, Brandon. That's generous, but thank you. It was fun. Good job today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. I hope you subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fun. Fun and buns. And football. And football. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.